0: So then I say,
1: is this thing on? Because <laughs> it was off. Yeah. Never okay, saw it. Okay. Never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. Wow. Uh, are you ready to go deep? I'm ready to go tracks. <laughs> are you ready to go deep tracks? I'm ready to go deep tracks only. Uh, or exclusively. Exclusively.
0: Um. Yeah. Th- there's a scene in the office where... Um, uh, the, you know, Andy Bernard, they're all, at the, well, I think they're all at the skating rink or something like that. And then um, there's some skating party and I think it hasn't gone well. And then some people leave, but then Andy Bernard is out on the floor and goes up to the DJ. And he goes up to the DJ. He's like, yo, put on Dave Matthews band. Okay. <laughs> and then he looks back at him and he goes, deep tracks only. And then the guy turns on Ants Marching, which is... <laughs> not a deep track and then Andy Bernard goes just starts bopping his head bopping his head oh yeah and then he starts skating off and it is like one of the best you know like like meta humor like very strange niche uh jokes as my favorite that's that's where the podcast title came from so are you okay with that
1: I'm great with that that's
0: yeah great what's going on in Oklahoma city today is it Man. pretty warm
1: it's uh it's a little it's a little chilly
0: it is, it the, in, in this a, room, 100 degrees outside. It is <laughs> yeah, really cold like, in this room.
1: Uh, yeah. Is 105 the high today? Or was that yesterday?
0: 105, uh,
1: 105, it's something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's something stupid. Didn't Arizona just have 10 straight days of 110? And, a- Arizona's had hundreds of years of
0: 110.
1: Well, it was a, it was a record.
0: Oh, was it, was it Arizona really yeah. set a record?
1: How, they set a record. Oh, yeah. 10 straight days of 10 110. I yeah. read right, it's not getting above,
0: it's not getting below 90 degrees at night. So, wow. Yeah. So imagine just going out in that hot air. I think one of the hottest nights I've ever experienced is, uh, I was in McAllen, Texas.
1: I could tell you the hottest night ever. <laughs>
0: Do you want to go first? Cause I bet your no. story is better than mine.
1: mine no, no <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I was in McAllen, Texas and I remember like walking outside one night and just being like punched in the face with heat. And I, re- I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Was like, it was like, it's actually a really nice feeling. I, uh, You know, we talk about it at the podcast today because today we've got uh, Estee Flores, who is the, who leads the band Slow Joy.
1: He is the band Slow Joy. He
0: is the band Slow Joy. He yeah. is the brand. He is the band. Um, so we talk a little bit about Texas and some of the Texas backcountry, which is near and dear to my heart. Um, uh, but one of the greatest feelings for me is like total heat <laughs> entrapment. You know, oh. like where you are surrounded by inextinguishable heat?
1: It's just the armpit. No, you just it, like being in an armpit.
0: I do, yeah, I not. I don't really like. I don't really like being in somebody's armpit. Yeah, but I do like being like enveloped in heat. It is a very comforting oh. feeling to me, like a uh, like still windless summers in in hot dry environments, like a hundred and six degrees you know like we have a little spot down here in oklahoma called the wichita's wichita mountains Wichita Wildlife Refuge, and one of my favorite things to do is to go down to the Wichita Wildlife Refuge when it is like 100 degrees and just walk around for six miles and just <laughs> sweat it out. And then there's a little, they call it a mountain town, there's a little mountain Man. town called Medicine Park. And what you can do is you can pay $3 to swim in the canal, the canal that runs through the middle of the town. And so I usually go pay three bucks, dip in the water and have a great Friday by myself. Man. So I do that sometimes. What do you do to recharge?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I like to climb mountains. Just No. Uh, To recharge, I play piano. That's my recharging. That's lame compared to going to the heat. Yeah, that story wasn't as good as mine. I'm not suffering in mine. I like to play the piano, but I like to like, you know, when you can feel like you're about to break your fingers, like right on that point. I like to get there first and then try to play. That, I don't think you. That's, I don't think any of that's true. It's not true. Yeah, I like to suffer when I play. I guess I am suffering when I play. You don't piano, like to suffer
0: as you recharge.
1: It's how I get my emotions out. So I guess I'm mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah.
0: I think part of suffering and recharging is the fact that you know that there is an end, that there is relief coming. Because if I had to be in a hundred degrees for the rest of my life, I wouldn't really like it. Yeah, it's just like exercise. Like if I knew I had to be exercising forever then and I don't think anybody would really like exercising. <laughs> Nobody would like riding their bike forever. But the fact that you know that it's going to be done someday yeah. is is ma- what makes it special. Isn't that true?
1: I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so Forrest Gump kind of proves that wrong because he just ran and ran for days.
0: Is that a band? What's Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah, it's a band. Where are they from?
1: Louisiana. Louisiana. What time period? They're from Louisiana in the...
0: do you have a band name i do so this is the part of the show where we list off fictional band names these are not real band names they are made up band names but they should be real band names because they are so daggum good uh they need to be they need to be being used and these band names are open for anybody and if you use one without asking us we'll sue you but if you use one By asking us Then you have full freedom And permission So all you gotta do Is email DTO At walrusaudio.com And you'll have Full permission And any bands The first band To (laughs) use One of the band names And to release a song On Spotify Gets a One free guitar pedal The
1: first band For each one of these names
0: Correct (laughs) Um, I'm not giving a lot of stipulations on it because I want to have some wiggle room to backtrack on it and deny <laughs> deny that I said that. That's but great. But yeah, the first band to use one of these band names <laughs> is allowed one and free. And we're gonna pick which one pedal. of them
1: is the one. No, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a good one today. Oh, I'm and gonna... I think this one will really get used. What do you got? What do you got? Today we have normal noises.
0: Normal noises. Do you say normal noises or normal noises?
1: I <laughs> normal normal noises. Normal am, noises I, <laughs> is
0: the emphasis on noises or normal. Normal is the second
1: half of each one of those words. Noises. Is normal. Do you know what I'm asking? I do. Normal noises.
0: Normal noises. <laughs> not normal noises. Correct. Normal noises. So yeah. it's all about the noises. It's yeah. not about the fact. It's that about the noises. The noises. Are normal.
1: Which, you know, what would sound really good to you? Normal noise. Normal Noise. That I actually like that better. That's their band name. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Rewind the tape, everybody. Yeah. Normal <laughs> Noise. Normal oh, Noise. Man. Hey, what's your band name today?
0: <laughs> I have one. Uh, it's called Poke and Punch Slumber Bunch.
1: <laughs> That's a good one.
0: Yeah, Poke and Punch Slumber Bunch is... Poke and uh, Punch Slumber Bunch. Poke and Punch Slumber Bunch. And they are from Savannah, Georgia.
1: When you say slumber, are you talking like slumber? Like, what, what do you mean?
0: Slumber, n- this is not a homonym and it's not a-,
1: a, a I want to visualize your band uh, name.
0: No, this is, yeah. Poke and Punch Slumber Bunch is, is uh experimental band. For uh, yeah, sure. they are. Yeah. Uh, and you think it's like fun music. Like, oh, that sounds like a fun band. It is, no, they're not fun. And they're dark and they're kind of scary. Very, uh, they're on tour with Primus right now so poke and punch slumber bunch is opening for primus and it's a very it's a very scary show so only go if you have like a strong will and a strong heart man and a strong mind because if you don't you're you're getting you're getting wiped out so uh their debut album is called the Marinette, wisconsin toy store fire
1: wow yeah when did that
0: release uh that was in I was I think it was in 99 1999
1: oh wow they've been around a while. they've been
0: around a really long time okay i was asked
1: uh, i was wondering how they're on tour with primus yeah,
0: oh, yeah. and so mike sapone actually uh <laughs> mike sapone <laughs> produced uh the Marinette, wisconsin toy store fire album Dude, he's the man and so that's why that's why it's it, it kind of has like a lot of raw edges to it you know like like a like a pop punk or southwest emo band would Ooh, yeah. yeah but like chicano um, heavy yes yeah, something like yeah. that you know something like
1: he up? would do an awesome job recording slow joy he would we man here's the deal
0: as we're talking about this we should give him that idea yeah today. we should have mike sapone produce slow joy's next album
1: yeah He okay free time next month i think
0: well let's bring him on and <laughs> let's see if we actually get to it today all right without further ado Ba boom, slow joy. Estee este Flores. Flores. And here he is. Estee Flores, straight from. You're in Dallas, right? Are you in Dallas yeah, right I, now? I'm in Dallas, yeah. Are you, what are you, like a South Dallas guy or North Dallas guy? I'm you're actually
2: like, in East East Dallas. East Dallas. So East Dallas. You ever in like yeah. a rock
0: wall or something? No, I'm actually Dallas proper. Oh, just like Dallas specifically proper. Yeah, I don't do the burbs, dude. I don't do the burbs. Nah, I'm Dallas nah. proper. I got that. I got that Dallas uh, zip code. Very cool. And the Dallas area code, I guess, too. Yes. I, I yeah. don't know how many area codes are in Dallas. If you
2: don't believe me, here in about five minutes, there's going to be a paleta man who just comes through my street every day. Yeah. And like my my ears will perk up like a dog does whenever and, they hear that bell. Yeah. It's the best thing about living in this neighborhood.
0: And that's the proof. That's, yeah, the proof, that's the proof of why that I'm in is East so Dallas. Yep. Okay.
2: What drives by? A Paleta man. It's 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 like a like a uh, like a Mexican popsicles. Oh. But he like sweet. he doesn't drive. He walks. He walks his cart just through the streets, and then it dings every day, and then I run out there. And it's, I buy one, so it's a and ding. It's, so it's like a ding ding. It's like a bell. Ding 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 ding. Bell. It's. I mean, it's the best. It's. It's basically just what they do in Mexico. They'll. they come around with those, but they have them here too because uh, this. This area is like, super Chicano influenced and like. Yeah. East Dallas is tight. I love it. That sounds that's amazing.
0: Awesome. If he comes by during the podcast, what are we doing? Are we taking a break and going again?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I days over, or days over at that point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, like 17. I gotcha. What flavor are these I'll popsicles? I mean, like what's the, Just all, all kinds. Oh, all so there's multiple flavors.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's all pre-packaged popsicle stuff, but I usually get the coconut and that's the move. Listen. It's got real coconut flakes in it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Coconut and um and pina colada for me are like the two like ice like shaved ice popsicles lifesavers. That's like where the glory's at. And yeah. And it's great because everybody's like orange grape cherries strawberries. So, like have them, take them all. I don't need them. I'm good with coconut flavors. Coconut.
2: If you're if you're talking like trying to cool down during these very hot times, give me some coconut. Give yeah. me Some coconut frozen on a, on a stick. And, uh, you know, I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. And talk about just like the difference of how disappointing <laughs> the actual coconut taste is between the the Popsicle flavor. Because I bought coconut water like at Whole Foods one time. And I, I was young. And I was yeah. getting lunch at Whole Foods. And I was like, oh, my gosh, coconut water, like a whole can of it. I was like, man, I opened that up and I was going to like slam it like it was a uh-huh. pina colada. And it is not slammable. I did <laughs> the exact same like, thing. <laughs> very disappointing.
2: I've yeah. <laughs> yeah you have to turn it around and look at the sugar content and if it's too low don't buy it it has to have added sugar in it It, it yeah it was
0: very very low because it was you know it tasted like skin there was a there was a spot
2: near my old house that had a uh, a, a young coconut and you could like you just they sold it with a straw and you would just put the straw into the young coconut and drink it out of the coconut
0: yeah and that was great that so was is, like, does that have like a higher glucose content then?
2: I I, I don't. I mean, maybe it's just the fact that I'm drinking it from a coconut that I'm like stomaching it more. Um, but yeah. it's also, I don't know. I mean, it's like lime juice in the plastic lime things. Oh, yeah. And that's the kind of grade A content you're going to get from Slow Joy. It's just like talking talking
0: fruit juices. <laughs> lime juice in the plastic uh in the plastic, what are you talking about? And like when you buy like a uh, like lime juice, yeah, like cases or like packets, yeah. not
2: yeah, it's it. not real lime juice. Like it's it's some fake replicant, and they say it's one hundred percent lime juice. And I mean that doesn't taste the same at all.
0: How, like in what other areas of life, or from the government, or in society, are we are we being lied to? Um, most
2: bananas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bananas too. Bananas. Dude, let's talk about UAPs. You want to just do that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get into it. (laughs) Let's just get into it real quick. Okay. So, uh, for those of you don't know, um, SD Front's one of my favorite bands right now, Slow Joy. And so, um, uh, and I know this because, you know, I have... These kind of like different pockets in my Spotify, you know, daily. What's it? What was Spotify called? Like daily. Oh, daily, daily raps or daily playlists or yeah. whatever. Or like, hey, really listen to hour. these these kind of bands. And so, like, when I'm when I'm just feeling like, man, I just got a little bit of energy and I need some magnification on the energy plus the heart that I have today. Uh, I turn on like one of those playlists and Slow Joy comes on on that playlist. Oh, that's and awesome. man, It's like it's great would you describe your band for us for someone who's maybe who's never heard it
2: yeah uh i heard this recently described as i I, that works I make is like a mixture of grunge emo and shoegaze and like that made so much sense i personally have called it southwest emo just as like a coin term or it's like chicano heavy but it's just it just kind of lives in this like it's own little space where it's like not emo enough for the emo crowd, not grunge enough for the grunge crowd, not shoegaze enough for the shoegaze crowd. Yeah. It's kind of like open to everything, but it also has this like real cool, uh, in my opinion, the, like the visuals are like real Chicano like forward and uh-huh. yeah. something I'm really proud of. Um But yeah, I would say this, yeah, slow has been crazy. I'm, I'm really thankful for it. And I'm really thankful for like this, this people liking it, which is crazy. Yeah. I didn't expect it. So thank you for the kind words.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I also like that you kind of just invented your own genre. I think that that's really smart because a lot of people will try to slide into something and then you can just like, oh, I just named my own genre. And then other people are probably going to follow suit. You're going to see a a growth spurt of Southwest emo, (laughs) Chicano heavy bands pop up now. You did coin that?
1: Like that's you?
2: yeah, that's kind of where my claim to fame was on like the internet. It was like I said Southwest Emo and then people were like, that's hilarious. I saw, And someone in the comments said it first. they They're the ones who like said it and I just r- decided to make that my personality. I also would like the record to show that I in no way think I'm doing anything super new, like rock is rock. But I... No, uh, we heard you say that this
0: is completely yeah. original. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> well, it's, already on. it's
2: like a cosmic
0: gumbo, if you yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a band but, in college and I, I I tried to make up my own genre and it didn't go over well because we started out with like five fans and ended with eight um, yeah that's, but I it mean, was that's like gross. what kind of music is it I was like it's like if cormac McCarthy's books were a whole band you know <laughs> and then people were like I don't understand that at all and then they kind of looking back I don't think I understand either but, <laughs> but my need to be ultra pretentious was very high uh, that's at that thats age, good so
2: that's that's a good way to reach the masters
0: yeah it's just- Okay, yeah. so you're from da- <laughs> is your band from Dallas? Everybody from Dallas? How'd you guys meet and and how'd that go?
2: Yeah, I mean, Sojo is a solo project. I have the guys uh, jump up with me and play with me. Pretty uh, like it kind of has a fluctuating list yeah. of homies who play in and out. But uh, yeah, I'm based in Dallas here, and then like a lot of the guys. Um, are from here, but it's, it's kind of been like, I'm going on tour, uh, Thursday and like one guy flew in from New York and another homie flew in from, from, uh, LA. So it's kind of one of those things where now my friends who live far away, who play music, I can kind of call them and be like, Hey, do you want to hang out for <laughs> two weeks and yeah. like yeah. get the re- rehash, which is one of my favorite things about it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what was the first thing you guys did and what was kind of the moment where things started, like the train started to gain some momentum?
2: Um, yeah, no, TikTok uh, is really the thing. Really, it's, yeah, I'm one of those. No, <laughs> no, 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 I just no, actually by- not unfortunately. <laughs> I usually carry it with my head down. Like, yeah, TikTok is a thing. I'm thankful for no, it. That meeting was it. awesome. Be proud of yeah, it.
0: it's just not something that you normally hear. Uh, you know, as, as as as, and I'm sure you're going to hear it a lot more coming up soon. But <laughs> but it's something that we haven't heard very often. On how did it's, you guys get some notoriety? But t- tell us about.
1: Also, we didn't find you on TikTok. We found. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That. So that's yeah. Yeah, tell us about Tick tell Clock. Tell us about
2: that that Tick that new app. That, tell us uh, about Tick Clock. <laughs> um, that was crazy. <laughs> <It's> tick <laughs> Clock, is it in the room with us right now?
0: Yeah. Uh, what time does your Tick Clock say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it was clock. crazy.
2: I I'm really thankful for it. I uh, I I guess going back to like my my story. Um, I I. Uh, I had d- done music forever. Like I was like one of those guys who like just, just tried and tried and tried and it could it never really happened for me. Yeah. Um, and so my, uh, I, I suffered, my mom had passed away and I was like, okay, music is like done. We're not going to do that anymore. What year was that? Um, that was two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was like done with music. I had like
0: responsibilities, got a real job, did that whole thing. And I used to work in marketing. All right. Pause. And so that was two years ago. What were you, what, what were you doing in marketing? Uh, everything. So I I have several agencies. Um, I started an agency guy. Okay,
2: cool. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, A lot of, a lot of (laughs) sold a lot of different kinds of things, but started in growth, moved into more of the like, um, conversion rate optimization, like testing thing, Mm -hmm. which is like for, uh, I lost anybody who like, but just digital. No, we know what you're (laughs) Uh, talking about.
0: Yeah. yeah. The IQ of the people that that listen to this podcast is very high so that's high. fair that's fair honestly I, I i don't know that but that was an opportunity for me to solidify our fan base <laughs> so <laughs> i just decided to take it
2: see and i don't think it's an, an iq thing i think it's a tolerance for very very boring subject matter because uh cro <laughs> is just incredibly boring it's just like incremental testing and like all of that tell me about the crows that... yeah, yeah yeah the crows. The I, I flew with the crows for a little bit uh <laughs> They are kind of boring. (laughs) They were boring. They were boring. So, okay. So I, going back, I, uh, I was like working in marketing, learned all this stuff that like these, these companies paid a lot of money for me to learn how to like market their stuff and how to test their stuff. Yeah. So when I, um, when I was in therapy, I like was doing therapy to like kind of work on my grief. Uh, she, my therapist, had asked me what I use as a uh, as a form of therapy yeah. or as a way to process emotions, and I was like, "Well, I used to use music, but like that's not a pursuit anymore." And she was like, "Well, why don't you just use it like for what it's supposed to be, which is like self expression and like processing through emotions?" So I did that. Um, and like, it was really awesome. And I was like, wow, I don't want to forget these songs. So I recorded them. And then I thought, oh, well, these companies are like spending a lot of money to like teach me how to market. Why don't I use what I've learned to like specifically with like testing and incremental things and like how to like look at data. Um, how do I, why don't I use that to like try to show people songs that I've written? Um, and it was mostly like a, uh, kind of a side, like this is kind of fun. Uh activity for me. Um, and that's where the TikTok thing happened was like, I just kind of like slowly tested my way into things that worked and like, got to build a community and got to like really, really start meeting people. And then like from
0: there, it just changed my life. So talk about the first, uh, couple of like bits that you did on TikTok. Like what, what did those look like sound like and and how did you create those?
2: Yeah. I mean, it was always me playing guitar. Um, so I started off by, by yourself literally yeah just in a room playing riffs i think i started off by like realizing that questions usually uh you know questions usually demand answers in those scenarios so i would like ask like what genre is this and i would just like play a riff that i made up that day uh Uh, and then those started doing like decently well and i was like oh i'll just keep doing that and then once someone said like southwest emo and i was like ready to release crawling um one of my favorite songs i've ever written yeah i uh i just like i i had uh i like posted this video that was like not even that i mean i i thought it was just like a throwaway video real quick but i put like southwest emo with a question mark on it and then that's with the one that just kind of <laughs> hit the yeah. algorithm as they say yeah and, and that was just you on your guitar or it was full band or that one was uh i brought the i brought the sorry i, I skipped a couple steps so then i, I don't brought skip
0: a, <laughs> any steps for <laughs> no us no more this steps the pod
2: dude my don't, my bad uh, yeah, no, I had the guys come over after I recorded it. Uh, and we just like recorded a couple of videos. Um, and it was just me, um, my, my really good friend who, uh, Rolando plays drums. And then, yeah. uh, Chris who like came up and played bass for that. Um, yeah. the, when we when I played over there. Um, and so we did that just here at my house, like literally
0: right here. Um, and that's, that's the video that kind of just went, I think it's the one I saw. I think it, was, it looks like it was there at your house. It was my yeah. favorite one, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's something sweet, and then the drums come in, and like the bottom drops out. You know, yeah. it's like oh, dude, you know low D or <laughs> something, whatever that is. It's real tight. I uh, I look at
2: that with a lot of nostalgia, especially because like my hair was long back then, and like I I since had shaved it,
0: but I yeah. I like I miss my long hair. Yeah, it's hot in Dallas though. You gotta you just gotta <sighs> go with the times. It's coming back. I want it. I can't wait. <laughs> It do you do you kinda go between the two, growing your hair out and cutting it? It just depends.
2: Depends on where I'm at. So I will grow it out long. So I actually shaved mine after I did a couple of shows with movements. Uh we like we did these two like Spread out shows. uh One week we were in El Paso, and then we came back, and then literally the next week we were in Albuquerque and came back. So that's two like ten-hour yeah. drives back to back. And when I came back from that second ten-hour drive, I was in this the most boring meeting I've ever been in for work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, I want to choose chaos real quick and just shave my head." <laughs> uh And it was <laughs> yeah. like the crazy. It was not not a good idea. In now the I meeting back and at, I like, at man, work, I you kept did this. It.
0: You did this in the meeting at work.
2: Yeah, while they were talking about just some really boring stuff, um, I was like, zzz,
1: zzz.
0: <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's a
1: Camera marketing awesome. agency for
0: sure. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Oh, I'd like yeah, you, it was definitely chaotic. I'd like you to do that at our next meeting, Phil. I'll do I'd that. I'd like you to shave your head. Man. What do you think about that?
1: I would be really sad to would see my a, hair go. Would that be a big yeah.
0: sacrifice for you? Huge. I can sense <laughs> it would, yeah. I can sense the sadness. What's going on? All El- the
1: little bits at a. Listen, what's
0: going on in El Paso? Uh, I've never been. Do I need it's to go? A, it's great. Yeah, it you gotta go awesome.
2: to El Taco Torta, dude. Best tacos you'll ever have. El really? Taco so Torte. good. Okay. So good. And they have a gigantic. Uh, just you can just get all the salsas and
1: just. Oh.
2: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. How, long, how I, long
1: ago were you in El Paso?
2: Um, that was last this November. Was- Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. So, but
1: but you also where did you used to live?
2: I was I was so I'm from Carlsbad, uh, okay. New Mexico. You're okay. Carlsbad guy.
0: Yeah, go 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 caverns. Okay, the, I just need a database of everybody I know that's from Carlsbad. I keep meeting people from Carlsbad. We're a weird bunch. Uh, it, you all are. You really <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. There's nothing. I've never met anybody bad from Carlsbad. Everybody's great. Well, they all they all stayed. That's the. That's, that's the, if you got out of Carlsbad, you're cool. Oh, is that? That must be it. Just diss an entire so, town
2: real quick. Hold on. <laughs> that
0: is, okay, so I feel the same way. That that was the same joke somebody here cracked because there's a town in Oklahoma called Enid. It's about an oh, hour, nice. hour away from here, Man. and uh, and we've got two people here from Enid and I really like them a lot. And I was, and yeah. I've known some people growing up from Enid and I always say like, oh, I've never met anybody bad from Enid. And then they always say, it's because we all left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, yeah, all the knuckleheads stayed. All, all joking aside, it's a good place to be from, not to be in it's Sure, my, my thought. I, get I hear it. you there. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'll take it off my Zillow search then. So. Yeah, <laughs> no moving across. Yeah, I, you know, I've never been to El Paso. I've always wanted to go. I have a love, uh, I grew up, uh, my childhood was in Austin. Cool. And so I grew up, uh, hill country in it and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But then, uh, went out like past there a few times, like down to, uh, Big Bend National Park, you know, yes. took the highway through Midland Odessa. Um, I mean, I, man, if I could have like a thousand acres out there in the desert, you know, <laughs> oh, where it's hot, heaven, and quiet. And, yes, it sounds and awful. You can see like the Milky Way at night. I, I would. That that's, great. The that that's, the great. that's the goal. That's the goal right there.
2: Heaven. That yeah. that would be. That's actually where my music sounds the best. Is if you do, you go to the Guadalupe Mountains or you go up yeah. to uh, up to Santa Fe, and like if you just pop on a Slow Joy record, like that's where it's meant to be. It, we we ship it out everywhere else, but like that's the. That's the scenery right yeah. there.
0: Let me know when you play a show in Marfa, then I'll, oh, I'll come, I'll come, heaven. I'll come down heaven. and see you guys play in Marfa. That would, that would be like an 18 hour drive. It'd be so <laughs> ridiculous, but it'd be the fastest drive you've ever taken. Cause speed limit's like 85. So Just terrible. the whole way through. It's yeah. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta speed from there. So you're doing 90, uh,
2: which is always fun. Always fun in a big 15 passenger van. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pulling a trailer. Oh my gosh, yeah. Full of hardware. Oh, I my love gosh. it. I love it. Okay, so when you're doing TikTok videos, um, and then uh like how many a week are you doing? And so I want you to kind of explain it in a way where maybe some other people uh might devalue like here's the deal: Facebook, Instagram, marketing, email marketing. Those are mm-hmm. like, you know, in YouTube. So this is like, <laughs> these are the pillars that, that modern marketing is, is built on. And I'm, I'm sure. leaving out Google ads just because I don't want to get into that. Yeah. But but as far as social goes, like Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you know, email. Email is not social media. So yeah. if you're listening, shut up. I already said it. <laughs> don't, don't write us a letter. Digital. But yeah. uh, sell us on, on why TikTok is uh, a growing uh, segment for us to be paying attention to. And, and how do you kind of, uh, work your way through all that? Like, how are you designing content and sure. measuring results and tweaking in the moment? Like, what are you doing? Sure. sure. No, I mean, it's
2: definitely, it's definitely different in that, like, you're not just buying an ad and like trying to get instant conversion. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's where everybody is, right? Like the minute you sit down, it won't take very long before your phone is scrolling through some version of short form via TikTok or YouTube shorts or something along those lines. So that's like our new communication style is just those those type of videos. So with that in mind, you kind of want to be where people are. Uh, in general with the things that they want. Like if you have a thing that you believe is adding value to someone, then like you probably want to be in a place where they already are. You don't want to make the logical jump of like, well, you got to like click on my ad and like my ad looks like every other ad or something along those lines. Sure. You want to be like my, my ad, my video that I'm making that's entertaining to you is, is like that's its whole goal is like, I'm entertaining you for these three seconds. If you like it, then you buy into the whole brand as opposed to just like a, you know, just a quick this or that where like, I, I, I I love it for brand marketing. I love it specifically for music marketing. um, But like most brands do super well on it because it, it forces you to like tell a story and it forces you to get people who are like very invested in Uh you as a whole, uh, which makes you, um, Ad platform proof, right? Because like the minute that... Say
0: the word you just said again. Ad platform proof. Proof. Yeah. So, what does that mean?
2: Well, I mean, it's just with like Facebook and meta and all that stuff, like you're, you're as, as good as like the amount of money you spend versus like if you're making good content and you like have people there, then they're always going to be there and they'll jump to other places and they'll, they'll be there and like a fan of you as opposed to just kind
0: of like yeah. a quick sell. Um, okay, so uh, I'm a. You said brands are success, successful on there, but say I'm a brand and I've designed my content for Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and so I'm just going to cut up what I've already done and throw it on throw it on TikTok. Am I going to be successful or not? What is uh, going to happen to me? No. Can I just can I just <laughs> use the same content over on TikTok or what? Uh, why can't I? No, you, I mean it's
1: yeah. Tell me you. Tell me why you said something about this in the uh, Songs and Stories podcast. I remember where you like. Well, don't say. Just don't. Are you going to say it? Yeah, because he it. can speak into it more. But just like creating that video that you made, um, and it yeah, not, yeah, uh, yeah, you can speak into that.
2: Well, because it's not it. Well, we're so used to ads, right? Like as people like high, high definition, I have a theory about that. It's because like uh, these big brands have like a lot of money and they'd like to hire the best filmmakers to make these really cinematic ads. And then it got so good that we just got used to seeing really good video as you're trying to sell me something. Uh-huh. Uh, so, or really well edited things as you're trying to sell me something. And, um, with, with TikTok, like you want it to fit in, you want it to feel like native to the platform, right? If you're scrolling and you see all of these things that are just filmed on a phone and then all of a sudden, you know, your thing that you put up there is like this, like highly curated, super filmic look instantly. Someone's just going to scroll past it. Cause they're like, oh, it's an ad. It, like they're trying yeah. to sell me something. Yeah. Um, so, I mean this is just a different kind of community. But yeah, so he's like describing what we do. Oh, it's just a commu- it's a different communication uh-huh. style. No, and it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, we'll change the camera and that'll fix the problem. What it, what it really means is like, hey, should we should we be um should we be more focused on Uh, like what the story we're telling or like how entertaining this specific three-second moment is because a lot of people think with short form, it's like, well, you just cut it shorter when the truth is it's how can I say something with the most amount of impact in the shortest amount of time uh, and it be entertaining because that's really the goal is like to entertain someone. If you entertain them, then they'll they'll be around. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, so I think it's interesting. uh, Can I ask how old you are? Is that okay? 30, yeah, 30 years old um just turned 30 i think the the what's do you know the average age of your fans besides 37 so it it it
2: ranges actually it's actually insane uh so you'll have people you have kids who are like younger than i but like you know 20 15 Mm -hmm. 20 years and then you have uh, people you know closer to my age, that twenty-five to thirty-five range, and then you'll just have people who are like forty-five or fifty, like really into yeah. it too. It's yeah. a it my my like the shows when people come out, I'm just like shocked by the group of people that are in this room. I'm like, are you, yeah, you would never be in the same room together. Yeah, like this is just such a, yeah. an array of different types of people.
0: Well, you're you're delivering an iteration of something that was really popular in the late '90s and early 2000s, um, but also uh you know demonstrating that yet you have what it takes to stay in the current um you know, what what people demand from artists sure. today uh which I think is really interesting is probably why you have a really wide range of of age ranges when you go to your shows um but I asked the other question is because uh you don't you know you saying your fans aren't really into and you yourself aren't if it's a high produced like gorgeous video like you yeah. know you're being sold something which I think is interesting cuz Probably our gen- our fan base or, or age group, um, for the most part, like people in a certain age, like maybe 30, 30, 35, 40, you know, value belonging sure. and being in um, like a club. So if that's what your fan base is operating from, then what you do is you generate some you know kind of belonging clubbiness like kind of like a faux fake exclusivity you know or come into the brand come into the family like once you're here you're in the family you know you're in sure. the brand and all that kind of stuff I love but, but i think i think what your fans are desiring is authenticity and so yeah. so now it's kind of moving to what maybe some people wanted to have belonging as you know one of their chief core values of of for buying into like a brand or a product or a a band but yeah i feel like authenticity is kind of where you're at and and kind of where i think why you think you're successful on these platforms we do you agree and would you speak to that
2: (laughs) totally no i mean ultimately it is art right so um i'm 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 only as con like i can only connect to people as much as like the art connects to the person who is like kind of dealt with the same thing or like been been you know has the same sonic palette so the authenticity is very important there because you don't want to you can tell when someone isn't you know from the same space or like talking about things that are actually you know important to them um and how do you how can you tell i don't there's just an ineffable thing like you can just feel it right Uh like you I mean, even if it's as simple as like it's not capturing capturing you the way you'd want it to, like people can tell, especially in music, whether or not it's something that is like captivating to them and captivating because like it's usually because you're not. I've I've actually been thinking about this because I'm writing um, the next EP right now, and uh, it's usually the more I uh, interact with myself and the more I'm true to myself and the more I can like stand behind what I say said after the fact, the more I like that piece of art that I've created. Yeah, um, So you're saying so that, some
0: people create art maybe just to be liked?
2: I don't, I wouldn't say that. I would say it's probably the, I mean, I definitely did for a long, long time. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think you're onto something though. It, it does, it's a product, right? I'm feeding so it's, you the answer. Yeah. There's, dual, there's <laughs> duality though. So you, you have to understand, like, there are some people who are like the artist, right? Who is, I will go down for the ship. I don't talk about marketing. I don't think about marketing or I don't think about entertaining. I'm, I'm an autist. Right. And that's, that's (laughs) not great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? My, my taste is my taste. I'm an artist. You can't change that. And I'm not open to new things versus well, I'm, I'm creating a product. I want to like have the most amount of impact imaginable. I'm trying to like make things, which are both fine. Like one's a fast and furious movie and the other is a Wes Anderson movie. Like they're, I wouldn't even say Wes Anderson, probably something even smaller and like more niche than that. But like that, those are, those both have like their worlds for Mm -hmm. it. But I'm, I, I, I tried like for me, I want to be as authentic as possible. Uh, while also like realizing the fact that I'm also an entertainer. So like, I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can be in the music and I'm not going to do anything inauthentic and not going to chase views, but I'm also going to try to be entertaining when it comes to like my, my marketing and things along those lines. Like it's all, I also get the fact that like, I only make money if someone is entertained by me.
0: Totally. Yeah. Which is, (laughs) yeah. Also (laughs) side note, I I could definitely see a slow joy, uh, definitely see crawling in, um, Fast, Fast and, and Furious. Furious. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> Hell yeah. Anderson. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was <laughs> thinking too. Thank you. That's... <laughs> uh, maybe Transformers while you're at it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, the revenge I of the... totally, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a really good Transformers movie. I would, I mean, I'd take it, honestly. That'd be so sick. No yeah. way
1: I'm going to do that. Okay.
0: So yeah. you, you said, you'd mentioned being entertaining. Uh, you have a podcast, right? So not a lot of, not a lot of people who have, uh, who are recording music, touring, you know, even bother to like, hey, I'll just do a podcast while you're at it. What started the podcast? What's the, what's the thesis of this and, and where are you going with it? I mean, I just love making things. I I have to be making things at all times. I get that sense. I get that.
2: sense. I get that sense that yeah, this guy has a lot of time on his hands. Uh, <laughs> that's not what no, I'm saying. I, <laughs> I
0: you're a prolific, <laughs> you're a prolific content maker, and I mean content in the highest compliment possible.
2: I just I just think that not very many people get to get what I have gotten recently with like people like actually caring like, and I didn't get it for a very long time. Like this is an incredible gift that like I have the attention of people, so I want to create as many things to entertain them and keep them like feeling like they have value from me as possible because yeah. of the fact that I'm like, I didn't, I, I would have killed for this. So like, let me mm-hmm. do as much as I can to like connect with the people who are like, it connects with and Like the podcast doesn't do like insane views or anything like that. It's literally just there so I can connect with like the people who want to connect with it. And it's more of a, uh, I, I call it more of like a nurture thing where I'm just like, if you want to like dive deeper into, you know, things along like me, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good way to do it. It's called a uh, homies hotline. It's, a uh, an advice show for the homies by the homies. It's uh, hilarious and fun.
0: <laughs> homies Hotline. That love, sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so you said something about it's it's a nurturing. Uh, yeah. Piece of content. What is the opposite of nurturing, and how Capture. do you go? Co- okay. So talk about so, so talk about the those two coexisting in in your output. I mean, it's interesting. It's uh,
2: there's there's two different. I would say there's two different, um, schools of thought in digital and they both work, but they work better together. Yeah. Um, there's capture, which like we're seeing a huge issue with, um, uh, you, you have, you know, these t- TikTok legends who will like, will have a, a song go ultra viral, but they can't sell very many tickets. Um at shows because like, they've done really good at capturing a lot of people to listen to like a sound, but they haven't like nurtured a community of people to like be invested in what they're doing. Interesting. Um, And, and I've, I've recognized that as like, Oh, that's a pitfall of like people in, in, in my world. Like, how do I, how do I like adjust for that? And like, the truth is you just got to connect with people. You like, you're, you're, you, you got to not assume you're like above, like talking to people. I reply to every message I get, every comment I get, I reply to, well, most of them, uh, I've since like had that slow one right down. Yeah. yeah, like that. Down.
1: <laughs> yeah that, okay, that one right here.
2: Uh, yeah, no, some, most of them, there are times, there are times where I just like, I mean, if, if people are out of their way to be mean, I'm not going to justify it with a response anymore, but, um, sure. that was, that was like a, that's a learning the fresh learning curve. I've, I mm-hmm. used to like do it more, but.
1: Um, Is that one one of the th- things in that you started the IG Real Ones broadcast channel? Yeah, exactly. It's it no just, big deal, but I'm in there. So. Yo, what's up? Yeah. Just a real homie. That's that's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I'm not. How do I get in? Uh, man, you got to be a real homie. Okay. See, that's what I'm talking. Now, you now know, you're
0: getting into the lane uh, of exclusive, uh, clubby. Like it's actually you know, it's
1: open. It's open fo- invite. So
0: content.
2: you probably just didn't accept it when it shared it to all of my followers. So. I must not. That's kind of, that's kind of <laughs>
0: on you. I check out on Instagram every now and then. Uh, okay. So capture versus nature, which like is it 80, 20 with you? 50, 50, like what's more important?
2: Um, I would say they're just the yin a and, yin and yang of yin like, and yang. yeah. Of, of marketing. Like you, you need both. You need strong, uh, you need strong both. So, um, I, I definitely go through seasons of like, I, I kind of see it as like sowing and reaping sometimes too. So yeah. it's like seasons of sowing into growing your, like just sowing into your audience and like, and then there's seasons of like reaping like more, you know, yes. the fruits of that. Um, so now I'm like really sowing into my current audience. And then mm-hmm. when, when I'm ready to release some more music here pretty quick, then I'll like go into the capture again and kind of go for it. Um, I think exponential growth is like good but it's not, if you can't sustain it forever, it's going to be like, you don't want to be the quick rise, quick fall act. You know what I mean? You want to be the person who like actually connects with people. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we talk about data and audiences and stuff like that, what it really is is like a lot of people and like people connect with people. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm thankful that anybody takes the time to listen to what I do or like engage with what I'm making because like that means they took time out of their day to be, you know, to spend it with me, which is like a huge blessing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that that is actually, that's really profound. I think we should just kind of give some dead air right there and let people kind of yeah. like soak <laughs> that in. Yeah. Fast rise, fast fall. I think that's the the difference between, you know, we call it uh, growing strong and growing fat. Sure. You know, um, and, and products, branded products do this all the time, you know, grow strong, grow fat. And and there could be even parts of your business or your brand or your, your you know, CEOs. your cause yeah. that, that grow strong or grow fat. And so... Um, but I think that's interesting. I think you would say the number one um, thing to pay attention to is is connection with your yeah. audience.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can have a huge group of people paying attention, but it doesn't matter if they're not, they don't feel like you're connecting with them. And like, it's a thing that like is a part of their lives um, and a part of my lives. And I and I just, I, I say that being a music fan and being like, a, like, if Kings of Leon, you know, announces a show within a 200 mile vicinity of I me, mean, I'm going to be there uh, you know, probably on the lawn. Cause, uh, I, you know, I'm not trying so, to spend hundreds. of dollars. City, <laughs> dude. Yeah. What's up, yeah. dude. Love that van. <laughs> yeah. And like, They're they so are, good. you know, they are something that I, I really care about. And like, it's, I really, anytime, you know, I see a new video from them, I get excited. It's a thing that like, I'm, I, I'm yeah. thankful to have. And like, as someone who is that for other people, um, as like crazy as that feels, cause I'm in my infancy and like not quite used to it yet. I do understand the fact that like, man, that's so important. It's so important to like give people like to, to value them because they, because they valued you. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, just be there with them and like, I don't know, give them, give them as much as you can possibly give them. Because I mean,
0: I wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for, yeah. uh, people. What are some what are some brands or some bands that are doing that really well like what you're talking about besides yourself uh a
2: good question no it, I mean it, it I would say comedians do it very well like comedians are fantastic at nurture and capture um uh, I mean every comedian has like a podcast every comedian has like yeah. he, uh, some sort of viral video that like it, their their mm. formula is like I I take a lot more notes as far as like my digital like you know if we're still having marketing Thoughts like I I take more notes from like skateboarding and comedy than I do like music, Um, because like both those they they figured out how to work the digital world. You know what I mean? They have these things where like you think about the record, you know they they have like the special or like the video part and those are the things that you build to and like those are for the fans and like can capture more people if it's really really good but the truth is like you're building to that and like in the interim instead of like putting all of your eggs there you have like the podcast and the uh and for skateboarding it's like the clips of you skating at the skate park the little things that are daily little you know nuggets of food for for us fans um and uh, that's that's more where if i'm like for for marketing and you know how I present like my this thing. It's it's more so I I take
0: notes from like you know comedians and skateboarders. Interesting. I love that. Mm-hmm. We you know we yeah. we do something similar here. You know we're not we're not paying attention to. I mean we are, and if you're listening and you're a music instruments company, I, I pay attention to you all the time. I love <laughs> you. You're great. But I mean we're looking at like makeup brands you know, yeah. fashion brands, exactly uh, like those kinds of things. You know, people who have like a very strong emotional connection with, with a certain product. You know, we're not, I don't want to name any names, you know, no, we're, not like, mean, we're not like watching but, line six, you know. you're I, already I, I in love that vulture, line six, God bless line six. Yeah. And I have a lot of line six. <laughs> I have an M5 on my board, I love it. Dude, you should have an M5 on your board. You should have, <laughs> um, yeah. And what was the other one, M13?
1: Uh, yeah, the like, M nine, M five, nine, and M yeah. thirteen? An I know yeah. it,
0: they're kind of like firecracker names, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's going to be the M M50, fifty, the M five thousand. I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing you. Line six, were, thanks for they all, they all the cool. yeah. fours. I played a show in college at one time when I need I needed delay, and I needed a vocal loop, and I needed a guitar loop, and so I had three. DL fours for like <laughs> a, a season of time. I had three DL fours going. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that's so much. Dude, that's yeah, a was, lot of dude, there were like there were like tens of people there.
2: I know, I, uh, <laughs> I successfully got to stay away from the DL four. That was like that was the one pedal that I was like I never ended up getting because everybody else had it. But then I got the M nine, so it's like the same thing.
1: That is yeah, your end it's, it's a DL
0: four in there.
2: Yeah, I, and oh, then I had the Versilia. That, pre, that, was, that was, pre- pre- was the other DL4. thing. Oh
1: yeah, pre.
0: Yeah, Echo Park was pre DL four. Yeah, yeah, Echo Park was the precursor, right? Yeah. So was Verbzilla. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. You know who Josh I don't Scott's know gonna, about be the verb Zilla. gonna be watching this? He's coming back. These guys are idiots.
1: <laughs> Come to
0: St. Louis and get the but, St. Louis. He doesn't live in St. Louis. The <laughs> uh, kids <Kansas> city.
2: Wow. <laughs> to the, to your point though, you're already in the culture, right? Like we we can we can talk about pedals like without even thinking about it. So like that we don't have to focus on that. Like that's the thing that's already part of us versus like now I have to pay attention to something else. Cause that's what gives me more, um, that that's what like opens, broadens my horizons more than if I just like keeps st- focusing on other bands or other pedal companies and mm-hmm. that's kinda, that's why I see it that way. It's like, yeah, I mean, we line six. Yeah. We know line six, we know like when something else comes out, it's like easy. We don't have to think about paying attention to that yeah. versus like, you have to think about paying attention to other things that inspire you. Cause that's how you innovate within your specific like niche or market.
0: Totally. Wow. Are you, so, what are you going to end up just teaching marketing at uh, – what's the big university? Di- what's the biggest university in the Dallas Metroplex? TCU? What is it?
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I have no idea. Uh, SMU? SMU? I think SMU is SMU's pretty no. big. you going to teach well, I, marketing at SMU? If you look at my resume, I, I mean, I just got laid off from a marketing
0: agency, so I probably <laughs> am not the
2: <laughs> – they, they probably wouldn't no, do dude, it. No, dude, you
0: quit to pursue your dream, I think it's Yeah, no, doing. that's what, uh, it yeah.
2: quit me. I was honestly <laughs> focusing too much on slow joy, so that's on that's on me. Yeah, I was maybe like, it was, yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah, maybe, was, listen, maybe it was shaving your head in the boardroom. You
1: know? Yeah, that <laughs> no, is. No, there was that's many I <laughs> other <laughs> aspects of that.
2: Well, it was remote, so my, my my camera was just off. I was just like, I just turned my camera off and then like turned the c- f- computer and then I did it. In the that, and then did you turn your camera back on? Nah, I just left okay. it off. Right. Okay. I actually right. left it off for like the rest of my tenure at that job. I was like, I'm just so never turning
0: my camera back on again. When we release the podcast, what we're going to edit <laughs> out is that. And then we yeah. just, we kind of want to leave people with like you shaving your head in the boardroom because you're <laughs> yeah. bored.
1: For sure. So, for sure. Like
0: zzz, just chaotic. Zzz, y'all keep talking.
1: I, d- yeah, I was like, going to have a, I had a question about that, but maybe you just answered, but like, how did you, how did you not struggle with burnout whenever you're doing the marketing and you're doing slow joy? Cause I I, mean, starting a whole project that's you solo. And I
2: have fam, like I, I have a family and I have like, you know, my, my wife and my, my, like I t- took care of my sisters. Um, financially for a little bit. So like I had to do both. Like I, yeah. I, I wasn't in a situation where I could be like, Oh shoot, I can like quit this and like, you know, run full at it. Cause I, yeah. I had responsibilities. Um, so that, that helped me out because that gave me a lot of, uh, uh like a reason to do the thing. But slowly I started to recognize, like, especially as like slow Joe kind of started becoming more self-sustaining and like mm-hmm. more members of my team and more like more people, really cool people buying merch online and like all that stuff. As that became more and more of a possibility of like, I see the light, I see a world where yeah. like, I can do this. My, um, I just started becoming a worse and worse employee. <laughs> just,
1: <Yeah. laughs> well, that's, yeah, I was like, going something flat out. has to give.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, and I wouldn't say I was like, I wouldn't say I was like, like maliciously bad I just wasn't like I wasn't I just cared so much more about this that like that that kind of was just like mm-hmm. I was just there which is yeah. fine yeah. but um it was one of those things where I was just like I just cared so much more about this and like I saw this as like my future Versus, I'd actually talked to my manager about this and he was like you know as much as like work is a, a thing that's that's there just recognize the fact that that's momentary but like f- slow joy is your future and I was like that's I've never thought about it that way and like this this is how I can um, this is how I can make the most impact. And uh, to that point, even like going back to like the marketing and like, I know we talk a lot about that and we talked a lot about the TikTok thing is like the reason why I'm so focused on that. And the reason why I care so much about that stuff isn't necessarily cause I want to be like the biggest band on the planet. Like I, I'm, I would, that's a goal is to like be as, have as much impact as I possibly can. I would love yeah. to do like the stadiums on stuff. But the reason behind all of that is like, how do I set myself up to like one, I have this, like, I have a direct story of people in my life who I can tell you exactly who came over to America with $2 in their pocket and grinded it out for a better life. And my dad didn't have the, like the ability to do what I do because he didn't have what he didn't have, like. The opportunity, like his, his his dad came over from another country and like gave him what he could, but like my dad had to go get just a regular job and like raise a family. Mm -hmm. And like, because I see that on both sides of my family, I see that as like, oh, I have to, I, I have to like go further than what what they were given because they they sacrificed for me to be able to have a better life. And like, mm-hmm. that's that's how I, this is how I do that is like by really chasing something and using these opportunities that they gave me. And on top of that, like I have a family who like, my sisters and like my wife and all of these things are like, if, if I'm gonna do this, I have to have the most amount of impact because I need to like take care of them. So it's like yeah. this this like internal drive of like having the legacy of like, I know the people who came over here and like wanted a better life and like sacrificed for me to be able to do this. And I know the people who are here who now I want to like try to give that to them. And that's why like all this like marketing, you know, stuff when it comes to music, it's like
0: so important to me. It's because like, that's my drive. That's awesome. That's, that's a, that, who said it better? (laughs) 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 That's amazing. And you're doing it really well. Thank you. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think the marketing is great. Uh, I don't. I need to spend more time on TikTok uh, to truly appreciate what you're doing. I've seen bits and pieces, but but I honestly, I am mostly like a captivated fan, and I feel very nurtured. Uh, oh, thank but I, you. But I am a captivated <laughs> fan from Spotify. Um, ah, I, I dig straight lot. into it and listen. And, and and ultimately, if the product doesn't meet uh, doesn't meet the ask of the marketing, then you don't have anybody. So I think what you're doing is is the product is is uh, sufficient for the ask, and I think you're doing a great job. I mean, it's very simple instrumentation. It's not complex, but it is just complex sounds, it's and surprised. it's live mm-hmm. sounds so loud and yeah. raw, and it sounds like in a very good way. It sounds like very first take. Um and, yeah. and there's just there's a lot of feedback that reminds me of like some Bush stuff early on. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like it just checks all the boxes. And it, here's the deal. And and if you haven't listened to it, if you're listening now and you haven't listened to it, you're gonna go and listen to it and you're gonna go all the way through the catalog and you are not going to be able to pick a favorite song because they're all good that's the it that's very the problem yeah. with slow joy. it's like i want to listen to slow joy you're like which song you're like dang i, I don't really know where to start because like they're all really great so uh, it's, <laughs> it's definitely crawling i think <laughs> yeah okay idea. go go start crawling go start on crawling, <laughs> start on crawling. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Crawl this oh, is amazing thank yeah. thanks yeah, for being on thanks for being on today um yeah i do I, have
1: one question oh, before yeah, you go, go ahead. quickly ahead. sure just because. I always wonder the logistics of filming something in a gas station or in a (laughs) library. Like, how did you go about that? Um, Honestly,
2: so the, the gas station was um, the gas station. We just like, they do shows there. Oh, Uh, it's called Rio market. Uh, Uh We just sent them a message and like paid for like two hours to do it. The guy was awesome. He was like, just like smoking a pipe outside, like (laughs) just like tobacco in a pipe. And he was like, you guys are really good. And like, and when uh, you do that, can people still come in? Or is Yeah, like- no, there were people shopping. Yeah, they were like buying milk and like so doing great. all that stuff. Um, yeah, people always comment. They're like, which one of you works here? And I was like, no, we just kind of <laughs> paid for the spot. <laughs> paid for the space. Um, the, oh, so good. The library was, actually, they were both this record shop out here. Shouts out Josie Records. Uh, yeah. A homie of mine works there, and they were just so supportive uh, and, and really, really just like, let me come in and do all that while people were shopping, which was like amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, it's, it's, it's fun now. Cause people then send me stuff. They're like, Hey, you should do it in this thing. Yeah. Like, why do you have a guitar? I know that. And I was they like, give oh, me that's, all the that's fun. Yeah. It works out uh, perfectly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm really thankful. And like, thank you for the kind words that, that really is like, I know I, I, I tend to like lean more into the, like the conversations about like the music marketing and stuff, but the truth is like a great song is a great song. And like you, you, that's where it starts and that's where the artistry totally. is. So I, it means a lot to me that, you know, you like connect with the music.
0: Yeah. It's, listen, I had it on while I was mowing the other day and I was just like having a great time. I was having the best time of my life. And I I wanted to go write some songs after it. I was like, I want to write some songs too. Yeah, that means a lot to me. It was like a, it was like a power mow. It was like a sad, (laughs) sad power mow. That's kind of what it was.
2: That's, that was how I would describe (laughs) the music. And yeah, it's, I wanted to feel like just aggressive and in the room and not over processed. That's that's the vibe, you know, I want people to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in the room. Yeah. The new music's gonna be sick, y'all. I just want I you can't, know can't that. wait. Oh, oh we're so going to the studio next away. month.
1: Yeah, who are you going to
2: the studio with? Mike uh, Sapone. Mike okay. He did Taking Back Sunday, yeah. and yeah, uh, he is the man. I'm so excited. It's in New Jersey. I've never been there before, and like these songs are just
0: yeah. Dude. Just it, new Jersey is gonna be. It's pretty. It, well it is pretty. It is really pretty. I was practicing it <laughs> because I don't want anybody to be listening from New Jersey being like, don't talk about New Jersey. It's going to be on a
2: lake. So I, I it, think I'll I get think the best I, version of it. Everywhere I've been
0: in New Jersey, I've been like, this, this is great. I could totally do this. I struggle in Manhattan, you know, but oh, yeah. uh, New Jersey is, that's, uh, that's my vibe right there. Obviously. Cause I said, I'd go see you play in Marfa, Texas. So yeah, uh, totally pretty, pretty much gives all of it away. Um, uh, it's Esty Flores, uh, from slow joy, uh, the best Southwest, uh, best South Southwest Emo, Chicano Heavy Band out there, absolutely. uh, Go digest all the content. And uh, thanks for being on the show today, man.
1: Yeah, Yeah, thanks for having
0: me.